Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast, guys, with your host Zahar and Lucas. We are back, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good week, I guess. I don't know. How have we you are, been? We are T-minus, what, seven days? Eight days yeah. from... One week. Basically hockey. one week. One week from having hockey back. From hockey. Yeah, that's great. We are so close. Uh, the 20... I think the 28th. So... Six days from now will be the Leafs' first preseason game and the first preseason games yeah. in general. And I think on the 26th, we are having uh, players from all the other cities and uh, everyone uh, come to the hub city. Yeah, everyone's coming to the hub cities. Yeah. And it's we're we're building to something, and I am extremely excited because it'll give me something to do. Yeah, I, I can't wait till um, hockey's back. Like, it's basically back in just six more days, and then mm-hmm. we're going to be back to normal. So it's going to be exciting to watch and just uh, see how it goes. It'll um, be it'll be far from normal, but it'll feel like some sort of normal. So I was literally just before before we started recording. So at, talking about hub cities and just in general, like um, how they're going to be playing or where each team's going to be playing. Apparently they're going to make like Toronto as uncomfortable as they can. So that it doesn't feel like their home city. So when they're going to be playing away, they're going to be in the away team's locker room. And I just, I rolled. <laughs> um, and when they're going to be, in... I mean, I get, I get it. Like you're not okay. But it's another thing where yeah. it's like, they have, they have two locker rooms, a home locker room and an away locker room. You're not going to share one locker room. No, they're going to be in the – if they're playing away, they're going to be in the away locker room. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense, but, like, still, it's, it's – And it's, they're going to have to wear – they're going to have to wear white jerseys. They're going to yeah. have to yeah, – yeah. you know, like, that's, that's just what they're going to have to do. Whatever. Yeah. So, they're going to try – like, the NHL is going to try to make the, uh, the Leafs and Edmonton Oilers just as uncomfortable as they can so that they don't have that, like, home ice advantage. But my thing is, like, oh. it's always going to be home ice advantage because you're literally skating on your home ice advantage. Like, and, home like, ice. When, I, when my friend Trevor was on, he was talking about how those players know how the, bo- how the boards feel, how it feels yeah. to get hit and hit there, you know, little little spots on the ice that that are, you know – that could give you a disadvantage or an advantage. Like the, yeah. like the thing is, as much as you could say, we try to make it so it's not a home, home ice advantage. There are some things that give them definitely a home ice advantage. Just, you know, weird, weird stuff. We wouldn't even, we wouldn't even think of. Yeah. Because even like the puck, like, cause there are some rinks that like, if you, you can't hit the puck down the ice because it'll just bounce off and they'll go like to that weird area where it just goes straight to the middle of the ice beside the goal, like goal. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a couple of rinks like that. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Hockey is coming back, so that's good to go. So we'll have actual content to talk about. We won't have to come up with things to talk about. So how is buying um, a shirt to prepare? Oh, I'm, I'm prepared. Where I have is my, Austin Matthews. Uh, yeah, Austin Matthews. Um, Austin I have Matthews my shirt. Yeah, I have – I put up um, – I built like a puzzle that's like the, a panorama of Scotiabank mm-hmm. Arena, and that's up in my room. So I'm, I'm ready for hockey to come back. And, yeah. I can't wait. For those, me. for those who can't, for those who can't already tell, I am dead exhausted. I woke up extremely early today because I am the greatest son in the world. So what happened this morning was I woke up at four thirty in the morning uh, because my mother needed me to film something for her and her 
friends because my mother is uh my mother's a dancer as well as my aunt her sister and some of their and their friends and i would drove at Why five at in the morning four thirty in the morning be, because they wanted to get to like they wanted to get to like lake to lake shore like pier or like the 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 beaches very oh, early in the morning sunset? so they wouldn't have to for sunrise? Also that so and also so they wouldn't have to worry about like social distancing and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. True. So I did that on Monday as well. So So what? Do they do uh, like we a went, dance dance routine up? Uh, it was just it was just uh it was just it was just today. It was just today and Monday. That's that's all the day. So uh I had to film for them. They're editing some sort of, you know, video and, yeah, yeah, and doing it. And because I'm a great son, woke up and uh yeah so i'm extremely sleep sleep deprived and exhausted but it does not mean that i'm not ready for some hockey so i let's let's talk about the the trophies first let's talk about the trophies yeah, first I then actually, we'll get to yeah, the meat of our episode so vesna trophy finalists were announced at hockey central at noon they announced like a bunch of trophy winners or trophy nominees so for Vesna, it's Connor Hellebuck, Tukarask, and Andre uh, Vasilevsky. Uh, the Norse Trophy finalists, which is best defenseman, John Carlson, Victor Hedman, and Roman Yossi. The Selkie Trophy finalist um, was Patrice Bergeron for the ninth time in a row. He always um, gets nominated. Like Sean every Couturier, year. Mm-hmm. and then Ryan O'Reilly. And yeah, for awards, that's that's about it. So and the heart, yeah. the heart. There was a heart as well. Oh, crap! I forgot the heart. The heart was jo- um. It was the same uh, as the Lindsay. It was Panarin, McKinnon, and but, yeah, and then Drysidel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the Vesna, the what was it? Rask, Vasilevsky, and Hellebuck. Yeah, Hellebuck's winning that. If he doesn't win uh, that, I'm should. gonna be, I'm gonna he be should. really pissed off if he doesn't win that. He should win that because he has yeah. hauled that team the entire yeah. season. Yeah. He has hauled them into whatever, whatever you know, they're in a playoff position spot they because are now, of yeah. whatever position that they are. Um, Tugarask is not a name. He just gets nominated every year. Yeah. Like, and I don't understand why Boston play, Boston fans still hate him. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that. it is. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. My, my teacher in high school, I had a teacher in high school who taught me theory. He's a Bruins fan. Every, every time, he's just like, fuck, I hope Rass doesn't play. And I'm like, why? He's a great goalie. No, he sucks. And I was like, why? He's great. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great goalie. However, with these awards, as I've said this before. I'll say it again. You recycle so many names, and it, it, it's, a little, it's a little annoying. It's a little annoying to me how, how many recycled names they have. Tukaras gets nominated all the time. Andre Vasilevsky, yeah. I think, won last year. I think Connor Hellebach yeah. was nominated last year too. Yeah. I could be wrong. There's, I, I'm, I'm usually wrong, but I think Connor Hellebach was also nominated last year. So I don't know. Just something I, I'd love to see. A, I'd love to see someone new. I'd love to see Freddie Anderson get a nomination. Yeah, but like I really he didn't, would. He didn't have like a Vesna caliber season this year, though. I would have loved to see him get one last year. Yeah, he deserved one last year. And I feel one from how for how many for how many times he's bailed out the team. Yeah, I think he deserves. I think he deserves one. Yeah, but like he he hasn't had like a good season like recently with like um 
Like uh, with, I don't think he has numbers. A, yeah, with those numbers, he hasn't had like a, a Vesna caliber season. And just with Vasilevsky, see, I think Vasilevsky very much benefits from a team that can score their way out of problems. Yeah. yeah. I think Freddie Anderson does too, but I think Vasilevsky more has, has really benefits from a team that has amazing defense and can score their, score their way out of problems. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them. It's just, I think for some reason I would have wanted, I would have wanted to, to, to have someone else instead of a re- recycled name. So, okay, are, are the Norris ones, are those the next Nor- Norris yeah. trophies? Norris is John Carlson, Victor Hedman, and Roman Yossi. John Carlson has to win that, no questions asked. John Carlson yeah. has to win that from the fact that I think he got like 70 points, something ridiculous. Yeah, and he I got, don't know here, let me he, check. He, he he had some sort of ridiculous. I know. I think he got twenty goals, but he had some sort of ridiculous point streak. And also, he was he was he was the best defenseman in, in hockey. He deserves it. And also, uh, I don't want Victor Hedman to win because he wins basically every year. It's like him and whatever. So Drew Doughty games and, played sixty nine, nice. point seventy five. He got seventy five points as a defenseman. Yeah, 60 assists and 15 goals. Okay, so he didn't get 20 goals. But see, to get 75 points as a defenseman, as a defen- yeah, that's, that's, that's Bobby Orr numbers. That's, yeah. lit- that's ridiculous Bobby Orr numbers. If he doesn't win, if he doesn't win that's, uh, then the NHL should be ashamed of themselves. If it goes to Victor yeah. Hedman, I will be extremely, I'll be extremely upset because it's another, it's another way of the NHL just recycling, recycling an old name. John Carlson, yeah. I don't think, was ever nominated. And this will, and this should be his first win, a first of many. He's an amazing defenseman, amazing player. Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I don't really know about like Roman Yossi. Uh, Roman Yossi is Roman great Yossi. too. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't really know like, what to say about Roman Yossi. He's he's awesome. He's awesome too. I'm not, I'm not saying I I didn't even mention him. He's he's an amazing player too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think he like he. I'm surprised he stands out on a team with such good defense. Like the Nashville Predators have such a good defense, See, so it's surprising that he stands out on that. Like, I think that he's just like he that. he stood out this year because they didn't have because they traded PK. Ryan Ellis yeah. was injured for like two months. Yeah. So I think it's because he was really the backbone of that team. Yeah. So I'd say I'd say that's that's a good reason why. Um, and then the Selkie fin- uh, Trophy finalists were ju- revealed, which was Patrice Bergeron. Sean Couturier and Ryan O'Reilly. You know what surprised me was th- that Panthers player that's always um, oh uh, um Barkov. Yeah, Barkov. I'm surprised he wasn't nominated for a Selkie because he's always that kind of like he's a very good, that... he's he's a very underrated player. Yeah. Um, I mean Patrice Bergeron. You have to get. Him. I I don't. I wouldn't like him to win because I I always just like new players. I would like. I really like to see Sean Couturier win. Because he's a very under because Selkie players are always those underrated players that you don't see very yeah. much. Yeah, I'd love to see Sean Couturier win when that win that trophy because he really deserves it after all. Uh, after all he does for that team, he's a very defensively sound forward yeah. and a and a goal scorer when, when you need to be. And Ryan O'Reilly's a stud too; like he's he's unbelievable. Yeah, but I don't know that 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 trophy is kind of up in the air. I, I'd want to see Ryan O'Reilly win it, and then Sean Couture, and then Patrice Bergeron. But that might just be my least biased talking. The South the Selkie should be named uh, center center that plays defense. Yeah, 
basically. No, it's best forward. It's not. It's best center. Yeah. Okay. And then what was the last? Um, the last MVP. MVP. So, um, crap. Who was it? It was Panarin. Uh, Panarin, McKinnon, McKinnon Drysaddle. Yeah. Which the is same surprising three names to see. as the Lizzie. Yeah. Which is I. God, these NHL. The fucking selections are awful. Like I don't understand how this works. Like this is ridiculous. They're terrible. They're terrible. Um, I thought the same, us, it's the same as the Lindsay. Yeah, it's that that makes zero sense. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Like, I I think I didn't, other. I didn't think Panarin was was definitely. I don't. I didn't think he was anywhere near as good as yeah. He could he could definitely be, and I just haven't seen. But I don't think he was anywhere near as good as. Uh, you know, nominated for the for the for the MVP. Definitely, yeah. definitely did not see that, De- and definitely disagree. Like, I was telling I you, I was like, I I would pick Austin Matthews over over Artyom Panarin when it comes to important to their team. Yeah, yeah. Austin Matthews. I'm surprised McDavid did not like didn't get in top three, which was surprising. Because the NHL is a dumb league that won't let players that won't let their best players yeah. win their win their awards because you have to because you have to divvy okay. it up, and I. I understand. I understand it from this perspective of you can't have, uh, what is it? Two players nominated for the, the same, same trophy. Team. Yeah, two players uh, from the same team nominated for the same trophy. That okay, I get. But still, it's Connor McDavid. Didn't Malkin have like a really good season because like Sidney Crosby was out, or was it the other way around that like Malkin was uh, out and Sidney Crosby was out? I think Crosby it was actually was the other way around. I think it was the other way around. Yeah, so I don't understand why Sidney Crosby couldn't get one. For, well, Sidney just... Crosby. He won it so recently, back in two thousand seven. That's not recent at all, but okay, sure. Here, let's and that's go how with the, that. That's how the NHL. The NHL thinks that ten years ago was last year. Yeah, it's yeah, it's and it's just it's how it's how like GMs hire coaches. Wow, they won a Stanley Cup in two thousand eight. We should hire yeah. them now. <laughs> yeah, the NHL the the selection for like the, the best the players trophies, is dumb. The trophies have always never made have always just upset me. Because they don't make any sense. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing because these trophies are supposed to like put the best of the best out on like display, but they kind of just repeat everyone or the people that do do good, they don't get like they the don't recognition they deserve. Yeah. I almost feel I've always said this to my to like my friends and stuff. I feel like they should make like a, a Wayne Gretzky trophy for uh you know most assists or something. Best playmaker. I would just no. I would make a, um, a Wayne Gretzky for most points in the league. Uh, Is that that's not the Art a, Ross? That's the that's Art, Art Ross, Ross trophy. Ross, but like assist that. I don't know. I I know, but I think the fact that there isn't a Wayne Gretzky trophy to me is ridiculous. Yeah. So, I feel that. Either most assists or best playmaker in the league. Yeah, but like the p- whole blessed playmaker thing is like, what would you like? How would you evaluate that? Well, okay, what's Mitch Marner? He's a playmaker. A playmaker, yeah, I guess. So players, players like that, that have who lots are, of assists. Who are no, yeah, I, I would even put I would put Patrice Bergeron on the playmaker list because he's because he's the. He's the guy who sets up Marshan and sets up Pasternak. True. So yeah, those uh, those players that when you think of them, you think you think that's the guy who sets up the guy. Yeah. But 
Uh, I don't know. That's, that's I, like, like there. It's 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 kind of a dumb a dumb conversation, but I the fact there isn't a Wayne Gretzky trophy to me is crazy. Yeah, he is. He was the best. He's he uh, he's he is, arguably he the, the best, best player. the best player in NHL history, and they don't have a trophy after him. That's something's off about that, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then that's an example of how the NHL is dumb and like doesn't have a trophy for their best player in, in mm-hmm. their whole entire history. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just dumb. Um, <laughs> they have trophies for best general manager. Yeah, like this is like, which, that, which is dumb. so dumb. It's, <laughs> dumb. it's dumb and doesn't make any sense. And I don't know what else to say to that, but. Yeah, because in uh, other sports, like the actual awards mean something. In the NFL, the yeah. awards are are actually mean something. They're yeah. they're like argued upon, and you know, they like fans look forward to the NFL awards and look forward to see who gets what, who gets what. And yeah. the NHL, like no one really cares. The fans don't care. Yeah, and the thing is with the whole like. Um... NHL awards is they can't be honest because if they're going to be honest, it's always going to be the same couple of players, but it's already the same couple of players, which makes zero sense. That's why we most likely won't have any like uh, Toronto players be in like any award talk because they're not, because they, they'll just say it's Toronto bias and it doesn't work. Like, like, and then you think to yourself, how does that, you can say that you can say that. However, why can't I say, oh, Panarin's nominated? That's New York bias because New York is one of the biggest American markets in the States or American markets for the NHL. I don't know. It's always that the whole Toronto thing. Where I, hate it just, I hate it so much. It, it it, just, it, I hate it because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. And for some reason, everyone has an issue with us being the biggest market. In the NBA, no one has an issue with the Lakers being nominated for like awards or whatever or like LeBron James because he's the biggest star and the end uh, or the Lakers is has the big, biggest franchise. Even if they're bad, they still have the best franchise, biggest franchise or whatever. And Nothing. for some reason, oh. in the NHL, that's an issue. Being big and like being like proud of your team is an issue, and just like trying to promote your team is an issue, which makes zero sense in a franchise. Me... In, in the NHL, more mad when I hear, "Oh, why would they want to go to Toronto? It's that market." Yeah, I, the NHL. I don't understand why we started a podcast when 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 it comes to the NHL because it just there's so many dumb things that just don't make any sense. But somehow we started a podcast and we're just riding it out. Well, I guess. Okay, because well, you would never say that in the NBA. You would never say, "Oh, he would never want to go to the Lakers because of that market." He yeah. would never want to go to. Uh, give me another team. The I guess the Clippers. I guess are I guess are a pretty big market because they're both LA. So he would yeah, have New York, to, New York Nets or Brooklyn no, Nets. No, no one would. Uh, okay, Nets. You know they would never want to go to Brooklyn because of that market. Yeah. In, in the NFL, they don't want to go to Dallas because that's such a big market. They don't want to go to uh, the. They don't want to go to the Giants because New York's too big. Yeah. No one. No one says that in every other sport. But when it comes to hockey, oh Toronto, you know that market. Who would want to go in there? In Toronto, a big market is apparently an issue when the NHL should be looking at big markets so that they can expand the game. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a couple marketing for like the NHL, like for the like the extended playoffs and stuff like that. And I'm surprised that they even like on Snapchat there are ads for the NHL like playoffs or 
play-ins or whatever. And it's interesting mm-hmm. to watch because, like, I've never seen NHL market on the uh, like on Snapchat or like the Instagram um, stories. Yeah, I, I've I've seen it. I've seen it here or there, but I don't. I, I but you know I I don't see it as much as as at the NBA. But it's it's so it's so annoying, especially when, it's it's annoying when I hear when I hear people say it here, where they're just like you know that yeah. Toronto market. Oh, you mean that market that'll give you endorsement deals that don't even factor into your contract? You know that market yeah. that 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 if you go to and are somewhat good will have you set for the rest of your life. Freaking yeah, Ilya, Ilya Mikheyev played one game, said I like soup, and is now going to be set up for the rest of his life from Campbell's yeah, Soup Company. Yeah, signed a co- contract endorsement Who, deal. Like or whatever. you, you're saying you don't want to be here and make just buttloads of money from something that from your, not even your contract. Yeah, I I don't know. It's disappointing that like the NHL has that kind of like view on like big market teams, and it's like whole, a whole another thing like the Raptors. Like ev- no one wants to, c- everyone wants to come to the Raptors now because they're good. They have a huge franchise. They have a huge fan base that supports them, and they have a whole country behind them. And for some reason, it's it's Toronto for, in hockey is like a negative place. No, I don't. I don't even think it's. I don't think it's. It's an NHL thing. I think it might be a Canada thing. Because I don't hear anyone being like, "Oh, I'm not going to the Bruins. I'm not going to the Rangers. You know, I'm not, going, I'm not going to the Blackhawks. Of course, I want to go there. So I think it might be a Canada thing, and it might just be how you know we're we're hockey crazy in Toronto. It's who we are. So are you saying you want to go to a fan base who doesn't know who you are and doesn't you know care about what you do? Yeah. Well, in hockey, like players are like made to like not really have uh, any like um, personality or anything. So maybe going to a team to a city that doesn't really know who you are is like a hockey thing to do. See, players have personalities. They just yeah. choose not to. They just choose not to show it on camera. I don't think it's they don't choose. I think it's like the whole environment about hockey and stuff like that forces them not to like show their like personality. I mean, look at PK Subban. Like that, how much of that didn't work in Montreal? Anytime he tried to show his personality, like like he, he was, exactly. he was completely he was completely shut that's... down. Especially in Montreal, in Nashville, they were like, "Fuck it, go, do whatever you want." But in Montreal, it was like, "No, you can't do this in Montreal." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like that goes into a deeper issue of just hockey culture and how we're trying to change it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, so uh, coming back are to we like here. Okay. Uh, no, I have a couple of things to talk about. So okay. coming back to um, like COVID and just Toronto as like a hub city or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, just two positive COVID tests, COVID tests came back uh, among NHL players between July 13th and 17th. Players are tested every second day under phase three protocol, encouraging news for the no- uh, encouraging news for the NHL, which is good. Three cases over all the players. That's good. Uh, two uh, two cases, uh, two positive cases. Sorry, um, which is good around the NHL. Um, hearing and the, oh, that's for this is for all from Chris Johnson. So um, hearing the NHL plans to put a world feed broadcast from the hub cities on a five second delay on the monitors. I tweeted something about like five seconds isn't a lot of time. Yeah, people be, are freaking out. Like, oh, it's gonna keep be someone out. It's going to be completely different. Yo, it's five seconds, chill. 
yeah no so i i did broadcasting in like of my high school and we had 15 seconds to like like we only had 15 seconds to like switch out people and like change cameras and stuff like that and if you're like doing something five seconds in a lot of time and it's gonna be funny to see if they do what the uh, mls does where like before the game starts they're like viewer discretion is advised some language is uh yeah, 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 yeah. inappropriate to like people or like people might not find this appropriate or whatever so i think they're gonna put that up because five seconds if someone like curses a couple times in a row it's gonna be hard for them to like blur it out and it's gonna be funny to watch it's gonna be really interesting to watch so that's gonna be fun to watch i'll be um, honest about something what i most of the time watch hockey muted yeah uh See, yeah it's because i'm a weirdo i'll like watch it muted and like listen to a podcast at the same time <laughs> but yeah, i think well like if I'm I think hanging I'll out, to, I'll have to turn it on. I'll have to turn it. If I'm hanging like, out with friends, no, like I'm like yeah. So like when we were like when hockey was normally on Saturday, so like we had a bunch of guys come over. We'd watch the game, uh, pre-drink during the game, and then go out to the bars after like the game was done. So we had like the game on like low sound on low, so that if something does happen, we know what's going on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good to watch. But most of the time we had it off because we were either just talking and watching or just. Uh, like slightly paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, a New York Rangers player got suspended for two games for something he did. Oh, uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Five so, months ago, so or whatever. I remember. So I think Brendan Lemieux, like, yeah, it was Lemieux, either the day guy. of or the day before everything got shut down. He like he he got suspended from the league for two games. Yeah. Or a for like a illegal hit. So that's yeah. gonna have to carry. That's gonna carry on to the. <laughs> The playoffs, play in. which yeah. under oh, to the play, but under you know NHL rules, that's you're allowed to do that. Like that's yeah. that's what happens. Which makes so, sense. But yeah, he well, got which yeah, makes sense. So it was against a Colorado. So player, he'll miss so. the first two games. Yeah. Which is gonna be interesting to see, like. I don't know if he was a big major player for them, so like we'll see what happens he's like, there. He's like a th- he's like a third fourth liner. Yeah, true. Uh, and um, before we go into our brackets, because we kind of don't really have any major news, and so like around Toronto, they're next already week said, we will. Next week, yeah, next week we're gonna have before the play-in games, we're gonna do a podcast, and then we'll have some stuff to talk about. Um, in Toronto, they started putting up fences around to make the secure zone so that no one can like go to the area uh, areas near like all the practice facilities and the the uh, goddamn Scotiabank Arena. Scotiabank Arena. I was gonna say Air, Air Canada, Campus. Oh, I thought um, you said. Ca- I thought you were gonna say campus. No, I was gonna say ACC, but that's fine. <laughs> um, Scotiabank Arena. So that we'll see progression on like how they're trying to set everything up. But God, oh, one more thing. Um, I wanted to talk about how just like um, how Sheldon Keith uh, Keith is like setting up different stuff and saying different things. So one day we see um, uh, Nick Robertson on the power play, and then other days he's on the third line, and then other days he's on the first line with Matthews and uh, Neeland, uh, Matthews and Marner. Which is it's interesting to see how he um, how he's playing around with his lines and trying to confuse everyone so that no one actually knows what lineups he's going with. I was about to say, do you think he's just kind of fucking with the media and fucking with the fans? 
Yes, I think that's exactly. No, I, I don't think media and fans. I think he's fucking with other teams, because other teams are gonna be ah, like, okay. "Are you, are you seriously gonna put a 18 year old on in a line for uh the playoffs thing where you guys either have to win or you're gonna get shipped out, you're gonna get kicked out of town for by all these fans that are gonna be so pissed off that you lost four years in a row in the first round." I think he's. It's gonna be interesting to watch. It's gonna be really fun to watch. Nick Robertson apparently is on the first power play unit with Matthews, Marner, Tavares, and Barry. So we'll wow, see. Wow, he happens. beat out. He, wow, he beat out Willie. Looks like okay. Well, I don't think that's it's gonna I, last. That's I don't think it's gonna I last. I don't think that's gonna last because Nylander is probably he is better than Robertson, and there's no shot he's gonna be on the first uh, first power play. But he's been practicing with them, so. Uh, and then apparently he's on the third line beside Kapanen and Kerfoot. So that's going to be another thing. What a thing firecracker line. It's going to be a fun Just line. think of that watch. line. That's a firecracker of a line. Yeah. And, okay, can I talk about something else? So, yeah, go for it. So, did you hear about John Tortorella? Uh, yeah, I heard something, but I don't know what you're referring to. So, he declined to speak to any media member. After oh yeah after after practice yeah, yeah after okay, their yeah, scrimmages yeah, I know this yeah why I don't know why I, you I know that John Tortorella has some sort of thing with the media like it's like that you either love him or you hate him like that's that's just who he is but isn't that a little bit your job to address I don't know. And, like, he, you're talking to the media. So, like, the media is going to ask you a couple of questions about, like, the lineup or whatever. And then you're going to be like, oh, I still don't know yet. We're still figuring stuff out. We'll see how it goes. And then you just give them a BS hockey answer. But, like, I I don't know. I think he's – the, fa- the fact that you don't say anything, a little bit – that's ballsy. That's got, yeah, got that is balls to just – you like, balls to just not do anything. Yeah, but then again, it's over a computer. So, it's, like, it's less than, like, doing it in person and being like, no, I don't want to talk to you guys. So like I don't that's know. Very, it's that's a very it's, good point. It's. Uh, I remember. I remember. Can't remember how how long ago, but I remember John Tortorella. After it was a game where like Columbus played terrible, they lost, and so what happened was Tortorella had a twenty second press conference. Oh yeah, wasn't that like? You a, remember it, this? Yeah, I remember this. He he didn't even answer a question. He's like, uh, my team plays shit. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye. I have nothing to say. He he came in. He he was like, I'm not answering any questions. We played terrible, and I'm not uh, making any comments. So sorry about that. But but have a have a good night. And I was just like, what? Yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe he was just having a bad day. But he's gonna have yeah. some. He's gonna have some great sound bites. I can already tell. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, what's Josh gonna be great Anderson, is to me. The- to me, what's gonna be great is there will be some play. That like is a 50-50 call that's gonna go in favor of the Leafs, and he's just gonna go, well, you know, Toronto, and uh, you know, we're a biased against Leafs because everything runs through Toronto, and yeah. it's gonna be something along those lines. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun to like write, write like, because I'm gonna have to start writing like articles and stuff. So it's gonna be fun to write a couple articles about John Torlow's quotes. Yes, that will be interesting. It's gonna be entertaining to, to write about and just to watch. But, yeah, so we have the schedule for, like, the first couple of games. So we're playing two 8 o'clock games, I think, 8 p.m. games. So it's going to be fun to watch. I saw something different. What? 
The first two is. I, I saw the first two is eight p.m. and then the four, third one's four p.m. I saw eight p.m. and four p.m. for game or one. Maybe and that two. it's I don't know, but I. But hockey's back, so it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, for Columbus news, I think left wing uh, Josh Anderson is gonna, is gonna be on the thirty four man roster. Yeah, so he's back, so he's gonna be fun to play against. No, no, I don't think it's it's not fun to play against Josh Anderson. He's a bit of a, a he's a bit of a rat. Yeah. The thing uh did you see the news about like the bruins um losing a player or two or something like that well i know that the i like i don't think that uh david pasternak has been back yeah so chris johnson posted something if you if you're on twitter can you just check that and then i'll find that uh once i'm trying to find the uh, the schedule but i can't because i'm slow uh, uh i didn't see anything from cj but i'm just i'm looking for i'm uh, okay uh, the Bruins are dealing with an uncertainty as an NHL uh, restart draws near. Okay. So Cam Neely, who's the GM of the uh, Boston Bruins, uh, Neely says it's unfortunate and disappointing how it's played out with Kasha so far. Wasn't here long, didn't settle into a spot, and then uh, and then pause. Now, now this. Best guess that Pasternak and Kasha should uh, Kasha return uh, to the team in Toronto, but hard to say. Wow. So they haven't, yeah, they haven't come back yet. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how many players from the uh, Boston Bruins are from the, actually Bru- be back, from the Bruins so. are there. Yeah. Oh, did you see Pete Blackburn? Did you see what Pete Blackburn said? No. What, what's up? What do you say? So Pete Blackburn, uh, big Boston sports fan, writer at CBS, he just says, sports are back and Toronto sucks. Perfect. Uh, oh, oh, here, here it is. Found it. So the schedule, say so at 8 p.m. on August 2nd and and 4 p.m. on game two. So it's 8 p.m., oh, 4 okay. p.m., True. and that's all, they, that's all they have so far. So, oh, I, I might be thinking about the um... – Exhibition game. That's at 8 p.m. First Montreal. That, that, that's 100% what you're thinking of. Okay, yeah. Okay, so two 8 p.m. games and then – or exhibition game, uh, then 8 p.m. against Columbus, and then 4 p.m. against um, Columbus again. So it's going to be interesting to watch. 4 p.m. games, 4 o'clock beers. It's just Four start drinking. Just start drinking after lunch and then just all night. Dude, I know that it's going to be bad. First, first night. Dangerous. First, the first day, it's just gonna be, you know, twelve, twelve p.m. around twelve thirty. Be like, yeah, I'll have one, and then by, by like whatever eight when they're good. What time is it? Yeah, exactly. Um, so do you want to do the bracket? I guess. All right. For... So I filled out my NHL bracket. Um, I don't think NHL.com is really doing one because it's kind of impossible to do one because of the format. No, I think they're going to do it for the actual, like, because this is kind of the play-in. So once they have, like, the seeding for everything and, like, the first, this first, like, um, qualification round is going to be done, that's when they're going to do, like, brackets and stuff. Because there's going to be, like, a couple of days break where um, they'll, like, start pushing marketing out for all that stuff, so... All right, so and I'm sure we'll do a, a bracket challenge when that uh, when, we, when when theirs comes out. Yeah, we'll do that after like we know what 
where teams stand and where everyone else. Right. So. so for our qualification round uh, and our round robins, so I'm going to list off my – so I'm going to do my, my, my round robin teams in what order I think they're going to be seated in. So I'm going to start in the east. I think Boston takes the number one spot, even, even if they don't have Pasternak. I, uh, I still think that they're that they're gonna that they're gonna be able to take take that first spot. Okay, second, so okay, uh, finish yours and then we'll talk about it. Uh, so the second spot I gave to the Caps. Third spot I gave to the Lightning, and the fourth spot I gave to the Flyers. Okay, so I was gonna say that Steven Stamkos is back on the ice, so he's been practicing. If he's back, I'm gonna say that, and uh, Bergeron isn't back. I could I could see a situation Bergeron. with Berger, Berger, uh, Pasternak. Pa- okay. Pasternak. Pasternak. I was like, both of them? Sorry, Pasternak, my bad. Because Bergeron got the award. That's why I mixed up. Uh, mm-hmm. If Pasternak isn't back, I could see a scenario where uh, the Lightning uh, beat the uh, the Bruins and push their sp- push to like second spot behind Washington Capitals. I don't think anybody's beating the Capitals. Uh, if really? Ber- yeah. If Boston is if Boston has everyone, then I think Boston is going to be first. But if they are missing a couple of players, then I could see a situation where the Washington Capitals seed first, which oh is, definitely yeah, which would be would like be a not worst case scenario, but like a case of thing. I think Philly um, could actually like it. Actually, all depends. Actually, all these teams are good. So like, I don't understand. Well, all but, these like, teams are like. Like that's the thing with the NHL playoffs. It's such a just yeah. jump ball. Like, yeah, exactly. hey, it's 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 for the taking. So, and then in the West, my my four teams, I put the Avalanche at number one, the the Golden Knights number two, the Blues at number three, and the Stars at number four. What you actually put the Blues behind Vegas? I did. Apparently, Max Pacioretty isn't on the ice. So, I did not know that. But I, I would stick with my gut. I'm going to disagree with you. This is why I'm going to stick with my gut because I trust, I actually trust the, the Vegas goaltending situation more than I do the Blues. Because I have no faith. I have no faith in Jake Allen whatsoever as a backup goalie. I have faith in Jordan Bennington. He's a great goalie, and we saw that last year. But I think that if Jordan Bennington has some sort of injury, some sort of bad game, it's it's you're you're done. Like because Jake Allen, I don't yeah, feel going to save a game for you. But I like I think as a, just a team and overall, I think um, the Blues are just a better team overall. Defensively, they have a lot of good pieces. Forwards, they have a lot, they won the Stanley Cup and mm. uh, uh wait who who was that Russian player that got injured? Tarasenko. Uh, Tarasenko. Apparently, he's going to be back. So oh, yeah, yeah Tarasenko is going to be back. Yeah, exactly. So. I can't. I can't say that Vegas is better. I'm gonna have to agree with. I'm gonna have to say that it's gonna be. Uh, wait, what? Who'd you put us first? Oh, Avalanche. Uh, Avalanche. I'm gonna put Avalanche, Blues, Vegas, and who's the last person? Last team. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. And I think oh, Dallas. Blues? Dallas might be a might be a low key, very sneaky team, especially yeah. especially with them with them being the round robin. That that yeah. could be a low key team to to watch out for. I think. I don't know who to put first because I think the Blues could be better than the Avalanche if Tarasenko's back. Mm, I don't. I don't see the Avalanche have way too many. They have way too many good players. Their their defense but Kale, is spectacular. But their goal goaltending. Who's their goaltender? Uh, who's their goaltender? 
Um, I don't know. Uh, isn't uh, it like but, a? But no, Kel, no. Kel, Kel, Kel McCart isn't back, so I I don't He's know. Not? That's uh, I don't. Th- he wasn't practicing with them. I saw this on Twitter somewhere. So I don't know. Oh, he'll be he'll be there. They'll find a they'll find a way. Like they'll probably, but no, probably. Uh, we'll I think their goal their goalie's like um, I can't I can't think of their goalie. Which, yeah, which is which know. definitely is not a good sign. Yeah, exactly. Which is not a good sign. Um, <laughs> and this is gonna so, just gonna kill me. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, one thing to note that uh, over the weekend or last weekend, uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Stadium flooded, so I tweeted out a couple of things about Toronto being the, where they're going to play the finals because they flooded. But uh, it looks like they're cleaning up, and oh, nothing yeah. major was damaged. So I've was been, okay. I've been at a okay. Uh, what was it? I was a uh, great eleven. So, like, so uh, sorry, it's Phil, Philip Grubauer. Who, that's oh yeah, okay, yeah. Pavel Pavel Francouz, and uh, their third goalie is greatest goalie ever, Michael Hutchinson. All right, he's there because we True. traded him for uh, because we traded yeah, yeah. him for Callie Rosen. Yeah. Uh, but no, when I was in when I was in the eleventh grade, uh, my dad, my sister, and I went to went to Dominican. Our <laughs> our our entire resort got flooded from a rainstorm, uh, in like the fourth or fifth night, and within a day, like it was it was fixed. So it was yeah, like so like floods. They're terrible. They're terrible on a day, but once you start cleaning it, like. It's it sucks and it's all sludgy and gross, but it's it's gone. Yeah. So and I was I th- never like like in a way I, I was like oh damn, but also I was yeah. like oh, they'll fix it. Yeah, and like they still had like two or two weeks before anyone's actually yeah. arriving, so that's that's more than enough time to clear out. Okay, now, so now if it floods tomorrow, we got problems. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, so in the in the east side in the qualifying rounds, uh, we have the Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. I took my bias and went with the Leafs. I agree with that I, because I truly, I actually truly believe. I'm yeah. not, I'm not trying to be a homer. I truly believe that the Leafs will win the series. And, and I think the them, Leafs watch have... them not get swept, but no, they won't. They if they get swept, I quit. I'm gonna start cheering for a different. We're gonna need team. some major changes. I quit if they get swept. Hope I don't We're think they will. Some major changes from somewhere. I quit. This, this podcast is gonna become something else. It's not gonna be a hockey podcast anymore if they get it's swept. It's gonna be called again. the we yell. It's it's gonna be called the yelling podcast. No, how it's to just yell without. It's gonna be uh, without how, how to yell without blowing out your brain. Yeah. No, it's just gonna be called the Gen Z podcast, and then we'll just talk about Gen Z <laughs> problems. That, that that that's it. We're gonna quit hockey. Oh, my Wi-Fi went done. out yesterday. Yeah, my wife. Why isn't Snapchat working? God damn it! My Instagram um, account thinks that I am uh not not here when I am here all the time. Exactly. It's it be... thinks that I am a bot. I am. Yeah, we're, we're it's gonna. Like, it's like Captain Hall. I'm a human. I'm a human male. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. I think, That's gonna I be a fun least, series to watch, though. I think the Leafs. I think the Leafs take that in four games. I they better take it in four games. Uh, I, don't, if they I don't, don't. I don't see it going to a five. I don't. I don't see it. And also, let's be honest. Who feels Who feels comfortable being in a in a do or die game seven type situation? Again. No one. Exactly. No one. Exactly. I, I see them winning in four games. Uh, Pittsburgh um, versus yeah. Montreal. Uh, if Pittsburgh doesn't win this thing in three games, they got they got some some issues. If Pittsburgh doesn't sweep yeah. the series, they, they and I want if 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 the if the team that's a bit like that's out of the round, I 
I kind of want Winnipeg to get Lafreniere or Montreal. Why? Why not? It'd be a nice story where like he's the thing, and they kind of need better players because they're kind of not that very good. But okay, Winnipeg. They got Line. No, got no. With, oh, sorry, not Winnipeg. I mean oh, Montreal. 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 Yeah. yeah, that's fine. But like, I would like. Why would? Why would you want Winnipeg to get him? Why not? It's it's more fun. Or I want a Canadian right. team to get him. Like, I like how about a Western Canadian team gets him so that we don't have to worry so about Calgary, <laughs> Calgary, Winnipeg, hey, or Vancouver. Matter. Uh, okay, so yeah, I have Pittsburgh winning that. They should have no problem, even if even if Carey Price tries to you know channel twenty seventeen Carey Price, which isn't going to happen. I don't see them. I don't see them doing this. Yeah. Uh, New York Islanders versus Florida Panthers. Here's my first upset. I have the Panthers actually moving on uh, uh, against the Islanders. Uh, the I'm Panthers have, have to... a much oh. the Panthers have a much more offensively minded attack and much more offensively minded team. And I know the Islanders are an amazing defensive team, but other than Matt Barzell, they got nothing on the yeah. on the on the front on the front side. Is, yes, they have Anders Lee, but no, I don't see it. Isn't Barry Trotz sitting out for the for the Barry Trotz? Yeah. Did I? Uh, no, okay. It's I did not something s- else. I don't think that's I it. I did then. not see that. Okay, never mind then. So maybe if, like if, an assistant coach or something. If he is, then... If he is, then they're, then they're definitely not... Uh, they're definitely not uh, getting, past, getting past the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh, next, I have another upset with the, the, the Rangers beating the... Uh, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Hurricanes, yes. No, Trotz. Uh, no, Trotz is there. Trotz is there. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I just checked on their Twitter. I was like, they would have. That, that would have been a big story if Barry Trotz was. <laughs> Barry Trotz was. Oh no! I definitely. I have the Rangers beating the Hurricanes. Rangers. Uh, that's they like. Have a, that's a much better. They're 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 a great team that really came on strong. Uh, very offensively minded team. Uh, have some troubles on the back end, yes, but their goaltending is fantastic. Cause like. You know, you have Jurgen, you have uh, uh, Jorkin, I think I, I think that's his name. And then if you yeah. don't have that, you have oh, some guy named Henrik Lundqvist. Like, uh, I, I fully, I fully think that the the Rangers can definitely pull See, out three games. My, yeah, actually, I'm gonna actually, uh, I don't know. That's a close that series and Islanders and uh, Florida is those two series is I, I don't know who could win. It's, it's gonna be tight games, but like. I, I don't know who to give the edge to because they're both like both of the like they're both good in uh, like in like in the, the hurricanes way. yeah in the opposite way so it matters like it's gonna be the Panthers and uh, Islanders are either, it's either gonna be a, a lot of scoring because Bobrovsky is gonna be kind of bad or it's gonna be the opposite where no there's gonna be no goals and it's gonna be like a two, two one game every or, game or or one zero or like two zero like it's gonna be low scoring. Mm-hmm. And then same thing for uh, like the Hurricanes and uh, the Hurricanes and New Rangers. York Rangers. So it, I don't know. It's those those two series can go either way. The Panthers and Rangers can like we call it score their way out of problems. Yeah. So if if there's anything, any kind of okay, you're getting you're getting outplayed. Whatever uh, you know, like you can't you can't break through break through the through, through the defense. Well, okay. Then do what you've done all season and try to score and score your way through the, through these issues. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. what we yell at the Leafs for, where it's like, but oh, I, oh, they're just not, they're you know they're scoring they're scoring their way out of problems. If the Hurricanes have good goaltending, 
Um, I think the Hurricanes can take that because they have better defense than the Rangers. And they have a lot of weapons up front with Aho I mean, and Svechnikov. So. I mean, yeah. yeah, Svechnikov. I mean, yeah. James, yeah, James Reimer's a great goalie. Um, uh, there are other goalie whose name escapes me. Uh, Peter Morazic. Peter Morazic's yeah. a good goalie. Like, they, they've got – they've definitely got goaltending. It's just – from someone who's watched James Reimer for his entire Leaf career, he was such a. I know he's he's, he's Steve's favorite player player of all time, but like he's when it comes to when it comes to like okay a clutch goaltending performance, it's a bit of you know good days and bad days. Yeah. So. So the, I I I, I that's why I give the the Rangers. I think if it comes down to goaltending, I give it the I give the Rangers that advantage by far. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, you can say the same about, like, if it's um, Islanders, Florida, whoever has better goaltending, which I'm thinking the Islanders, because Bobrovsky hasn't proven anything this year. So but, I'm going to say but, the Islanders. And here's, and here's another thing with this, with this format and how it's taken place. Anything that happens in the regular season, crumple it up, throw it in the trash. Like, just Kobe it into the trash bin because it doesn't matter. What happened in the yeah. regular season does not count. That was five months ago and it does doesn't count yeah who knows Bobrovsky comes in for a five-game series and becomes Sergei Bobrovsky again out of nowhere yeah that's a good point yeah right. or he regresses and or he regresses even more like 20 and if he and if he does then the Islanders will sweep them yeah by shots from center ice yeah. like and just Scoring like weird, uh, close to net goals, so exactly, yeah, we'll see. So, uh, on the west, uh, Calgary versus Winnipeg, this is going to be the hardest series of the entire of the entire playoffs. Who would you prefer to win? Who would I prefer to win? Uh, realistically, neither because I have no, no fight in the race at all, I have no horse in this race. Uh, w- for storylines, I went with storylines and I picked the Calgary Flames, and here's one. Because the Calgary Flames have been a team that had to, in the uh, and we're both fans of this movie, in the words of 21 Jump Street, break through this ceiling and get through whatever they need to. So the Calgary Flames have always been a team that performs very well in the, in the regular season, hit the first round, and then pfft. last yeah. year they won, they won the Pacific Division and lost in five games to the, uh, to, to the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, they basically got swiped. Like they, 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 in a way, they got swept. They won the first game and then lost four straight games. So yeah. in a way, they got swept. So in terms of storylines, I picked the Calgary Flames just so that they can break through the ceiling, and so th- their fans deserve it. They got an avid fan base over there. Uh, Winnipeg's Winnipeg's great. If Con- I can't, and if Connor Hellebuck, if Connor Hellebuck plays Vesna Caliber, then then the Winnipeg Jets definitely can win. But I see the Calgary Flames winning just because of their offensive firepower and their defensively soundness uh, back end. And though I'm not the biggest fan of their goaltending, I I like their I like their overall team more than the Winnipeg Jets. So I'm going to go with the, the Flames. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think I want when like for storyline, I want Winnipeg to win because then they can be like we we lost half our defense and we still can put together a caliber team that can make it to the playoffs and do some damage in the playoffs. Uh, Edmonton and Chicago. I, I, I picked the Oilers. However, I think Chicago is going to give them a definite run because 
like Chicago's done Chicago in the playoffs for some reason they they just have have a tendency to just turn it on and and come together at the right moment uh you know Taves and Taves and Kane are playoff veterans so is Corey Crawford you know what sucks is that Chicago traded Robin Leonard and Mm -hmm. if they would have had him I would have said Chicago has a good chance of winning but because they I don't know what their what their goaltending is and I don't think they can do anything with their goaltending uh, I'm gonna say Edmonton just because yeah. of the caliber of players they have. Like, okay, you, you have two cheat codes that play on the same line together. Or uh, if, you, defense, if you, your if you defense want, is need, fine. Yeah, if you need them, they can play on separate lines. Like, that's exactly. not a, that's thing. And then they got, like, a bunch of uh, uh, players at the dra- uh, trade deadline, which, like, they're all scoring they got, players. Uh, they they're, got, uh, you know, I think they got Tyler Anders, uh um, what was the name? Uh, Anthony Andreas Antanasiu, who's, yeah. who's a fantastic player. Uh, uh, Mike Green's not playing; he chose not to. Yeah, which, exactly. That's his yeah. right, but I, I, I don't that. think that I don't think I don't think that'll affect their defense as much. They have Darnell Nurse. They still got, um, yeah. you know, they got they got other they got other players. So I I I choose the Edmonton Oilers to uh, to push push past the, the Blackhawks. Vancouver versus Minnesota. I I have the Canucks winning easily. Uh, I don't have any faith in the Minnesota Wild whatsoever. Their team, their team's been in shambles for many years. They, you know, their 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 team's been taking a nosedive since, uh, since like 20, 2018. Uh, and I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna the, have the, to the agree Canucks, with you. With the Canucks are just a, the Canucks are a, are a much better team, much more well-rounded team. If Markstrom. Uh, if, if Markstrom, Markstrom can, plays as well as he did, there, yeah, there I think, should be no problem. Yeah, there should be no problem for them. Uh, when we were talking with uh, your friend Trevor, um, he, um, I, I said that I'm like straight up, I think Vancouver, if they lose, that's a big mistake on their part. They should have an easy run, like easy play, uh, easy round, and mm-hmm. they should probably sweep them in three games. And I don't think it should go yeah. over for three games. Um, um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I completely agree with you. Uh, Nashville versus Arizona. It's fine on my on my I, on my sheet on my sheet. I put Phoenix because I'm just used to it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so who Nashville, do you think? Who would you put down? Nashville to versus win? Arizona. This was a hard one. This one's going to go five games. I can tell. But ultimately, I think with their with their defense and their 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 goal scoring, and I've I've said this before, but I'm going to go against my against my gut. I I feel the Nashville Predators are going to win this because of their because of their their great defense. Roman Yossi and Ryan Ellis are are studs. They got great offense with Johansson and uh, Arvidsson. And this is where it gets complicated because I have said before to never trust Pekka in the playoffs, and I still think that. However, I think that Pekka can have three good games. Yeah, but then and, again- order, and then win and win a playoff and win that round. But then again, their goal Arizona's goaltending was so solid this year, and they got a bunch of injuries. And I'm assuming they recovered from those injuries by now. But mm-hmm. like Pekarene, if he's not that, if he's shit, then they have no shot. shot. But and, what was what was so what was so just agonizing about the about the the Coyotes was they had such offensive firepower but couldn't score. Yeah, but you then again, Hall if Phil Castle and none of them could score. That's a good point, but but if they do, okay. So this is for me personally for this round. I don't really know who to pick, but um, if 
Arizona gets shooting, uh, gets their uh, get to, gets their uh, shit together and able to start scoring and stuff, I'm gonna pick Arizona. But if uh, if they can't do that and their goaltending is okay, then I'm saying the Predators because the Predators have better defense and they're just not gonna allow them to score. And that's but, and that's why that's why I picked the Predators because a team that's already struggling to scoring to score is playing a, is playing a team with some of the best defense in the league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think no. That's that's like another round of like the Islanders and Predator uh, and Panthers, or like the Hurricanes and New York. Is I'm gonna have to wait and see. I I can't say who would win. All right. So with now with these new rounds, it gets a little complicated because now the round robin teams are put in. So how it works is the the lowest seeded team. We're no. We're missing a on the on the. We're missing a uh, round on the Western Conference. No, we're not. Predators. Oh, we did Chicago. Yeah. Edmonton. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go. So when so now you put the the round robin teams in, it gets a little complicated. So how it's going to work is the the lowest the lowest seeded team will yo, face the highest seeded. We're yeah. already like we're over. We're almost at an hour. Do you want to do that like the second thing, or do you want to wait until the actual results of it so that we can actually talk about? So we know what teams we're talking about because this is all up in the air right now. So like, but I did all this for myself. Yeah, I know you did that, but like, we we still have a couple of episodes before hockey's back, and then we could talk about this later. Like, it's not a thing. We're, we we don't we shouldn't we don't have to rush it. <sighs> okay, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, so, okay, but- so. What what I'll just explain is how it's set up from from my bracket was with the with the top seed playing the lowest the lowest seed, my my bracket set up so that the the the, the Bruins t- uh, face the Rangers, uh, the Caps face the Panthers, the Flyers face the Penguins, which that's a hell of a series. That's a great series. And, are, we, are we playing Washington? Nope. And the series that the Leafs will be playing is Toronto versus Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. We played good. We played good against Tampa this year. And the reason why I'm I'm fine fine with that, that, what's the team that shows every year in the playoffs? The Lightning. The Lightning. But the same Uh, thing could be said about the Leafs in the first round. Like, okay, but it's 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 a bit of a different level on the on the scale of the Tampa Bay Lightning because they're because the Leafs go the Leafs go into every series being the underdog against the Bruins but oh if they beat the Bruins they can win the Stanley Cup. Tampa Bay yeah. goes into every playoffs being like they should win the Stanley Cup and don't. Actually yeah, that's a good point. So and but then like, in the West and the West yeah. is set up as uh Colorado uh facing the the Flames, Dallas face the Oilers, uh the Golden Knights face the excuse me the the Canucks and then the Blues face the Predators. Lots of Canadian matchups. That that'd be Lots of Canadian teams in the playoffs. Lots of Canadian great. teams. Uh, I have how many? One, two, three, four. four it is Canadian only four. Teams. There's, there's, there are, there are six Canadian teams, but uh, seven. Uh, well, in in the in the format, there's, there's oh six. yeah yeah yeah, but there's seven Canadian teams, which is disappointing. There should be more Canadian does, teams. Does, does Ottawa count as a Canadian team? Yeah. I I don't get that joke, but okay. Um, okay, it's because do they count as an NHL team? Is really is really what the joke should uh, be. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. It's uh, there are a couple of AHL teams that can beat the Ottawa Senators at this the point where they are. I think at now. Every, I think like most AHL teams could beat the, the Red Wings. 
Oh yeah, the Red Wings. That no, the real question is: is the are the Red are the Red are Wings the Red an Wings NHL team? team? They're not, but they. It's like I remember the '76ers before they got really good. There was one year they won eight games total. Yeah, that's that's. And it was terrible. like, oh, they're not an NBA. They're not, they're they're like they're not a they're not a team, but they play in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. They're not a real team. Um, but they play in the NBA. What one thing I was thinking about was um, that just came to mind is. If the Leafs, okay, let's say best case scenario, the Leafs Edmonton, Leafs Edmonton become are in the Stanley Cup Finals. Dude, I know this is like our, looking ahead, and this is really just. I can't random. even imagine that. The reason why I can't imagine that, do I think Twitter will explode, and everyone's phone, if you're a Leaf fan or, the, or you're an, or an Oilers fan, will just evaporate right in front of your hands, just like yeah, Thanos out of existence. If it's Leafs versus Edmonton. No, it's because I was just thinking to myself because like the Leafs have been ha- or had such a like tough time like breaking through the whole uh, Bruins uh, Bruins like Bruins series. So like mm-hmm. I, that was my thing. Like like if eventually they get through and like Edmonton is also a young team that like hasn't really done anything in the playoffs and they somehow get in and like actually do something. So my thing was who do who would you take in a seven game series in uh, Toronto versus Edmonton? Very good question. Because my thing, my thinking is, we have the better bottom six. Therefore, I would say Toronto. One thousand like defense, you mean? No, I mean uh, like forwards. Bottom oh, bottom six, one thousand percent. One thousand percent. Because if it's in the playoffs, I'm assuming that like you could shut down. Like Toronto was able to shut down McDavid and Leon Drysaddle because of Tavares and Matthews. But then again, yes. there was that Riley move where Big David just dangled his just legs, completely and... de- dehumanized yeah, exactly. him, poor guy. Yeah. But, but then there was that... another thing: the Leafs, the Leafs in this scenario, completely shadowed the Oilers in terms of goaltending. Yeah, like you're you're running in with Mike Smith yeah. and Ka- and uh, what's his name, Miko Koskinen. Yeah. And the Leafs have such a such a better goal goaltending goal tandem, and I think the Leafs win. Funny enough, I think the Leafs would actually win on the defensive end. Yeah, because there was that one game where Taylor, uh, not Taylor Hall, goddammit, uh, Justin Hall was just completely shutting down McDavid and gave him zero space. And did you see and- that video where like that guy, uh, like I, I don't know, I saw like above, it was like a player that played eight games last year is shutting down the best uh, best forward in the league. Best forward in the and you know what's you know what's insane about that game? Tyson Berry didn't even play. Exactly, and our defense was kind of tr- trash all year because of injuries and just like it was just a whole. This year was really weird. It was because and... of injury. Like injuries happen, I get it, but the fact yeah. that the the Leafs the Leafs as a team that had such a that was already weak on defense, the injury bug went through every single player. Yeah, yeah. like. No wonder, no wonder they were struggling. They had no one yeah. to. They had no one to skate backwards for them. Yeah, yeah. Now you, you could give the Oilers the edge on the top six. I might yeah. not even agree with you because I'd say that you know McDavid and Drysaddle are probably better than even if you combine the Leafs' top two lines. I'd say they're probably better. But the bottom six, how the Oilers, the Oilers on the bottom six only don't have many guys that like pose as a a, a legit threat to yeah. To do anything. Yeah, exactly. So, I, would I give the edge to my Toronto Maple Leafs. Just, that, just on, on players alone, I think that yeah. they have a better advantage. 
Yeah. Uh, I think as like that series would just be all like uh, special teams. Special teams would like Oh, no no penalty will be killed. Yeah. Cuz there's cuz Kapanen on the leaps is going to have a breakaway during uh like a power uh penalty, a kill. penalty kill. And then McDavid on the Edmonton Oilers is going to have a a breakaway at least once uh, if they're on the penalty kill. So it's going to be it's going to be a, if that series does happen, it's going to be a hell of a series and I think I'm going to have to give the edge to very fun. I'm going to have to give the edge to just Toronto because Toronto. why not? Because why not? And the Stanley Cup, but but yeah. and another thing, Twitter will explode if that happens. Yeah, Literally. hockey Twitter. Oh will, my god, it'll it be just amazing and terrible. I might have to delete anarchy. The app. Anarchy. I might have to delete the app for no reason other than I'm just gonna look at this and be like, wow, people are mean. Yeah, but like that. My thing is like, why are they mean? Eh. The best team would win that series, though. So we have to wait and see if that ever happens. You know, we all know who the best team is. Um, uh, and last thing before we go, this just coming in uh, a little bit from Chris Johnson. Uh, Oscar Lindblom, who everyone knows from having his, uh, uh, his cancer treatment, uh, who he's since recovered, uh, thank, thank God, uh, just signed a three-year extension with the Flyers at uh, $3 million per season. So oh, nice. Uh, That's actually a good contract. Great for him. Yeah, great for him, and it's amazing to see that he's that he's recovered from his uh, his treatments, and he's back on the ice with the boys. <laughs> to think that he's even playing hockey is spectacular. Yeah, that's wild that he's he's functioning and he's able to play. That's that's incredible. Wow, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, that's wild. Oh, he's back on hockey already. Um, on that note. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll be back next week, Wednesday or Thursday, maybe. I don't know. We'll still see. We'll see when the hockey like games are going to be happening, so that we can actually like talk about an actual hockey game. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Rate us on Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. And uh, we're actually, I'm thinking about uh, going on YouTube, so we might have a YouTube channel, and we'll be posting it on YouTube. So. Hopefully that comes through soon and I'll let you guys know when that's available and check out social media. It's going to be all on social media. So check us out. Okay. Thank you. Everybody, everybody mark your calendars, everybody mark your calendars. Next Leafs, uh, our Leafs game is going to be this Tuesday. So in less than seven days. Yeah. Six days and we got hockey back boys. Okay. Bye.